Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters. When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com, and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking Go Wild rewards as you share content, because guess what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. I don't know who's heavy breathing. That's probably me. I'm not heavy breathing. Are you heavy breathing? You breathe heavy no matter what you do. Was, no, there's no heavy breathing. I was thinking. So well, yours is okay. really far away now. You overdid it. You overcompensated for the heavy breathing. Bring it back in. <laughs> Let's get this shit started. This is the OKS Tunner Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks. If that's just me in the freezer. It's your tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKS Tunner. Hey everybody, welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast, coming at you from the OKS Hunter Podcast studio where we don't know what the hell we're talking about. We don't know what's up or down, left or right, north, east, west, or south. I don't know what's going on. What's well, over you, there? If you wouldn't have crawled into that bottle of scotch so early, you would know what's up or down, left or right, north or south. Well, maybe that bottle of scotch was asking to be crawled into. It did. It was saying, Eric, <laughs> get over here. And I was like, okay. Hey. <laughs> Well, after, so. after Sunday night's hunt, maybe that's what you wanted to do. I don't know. Pretty much. You got some Scotch Ales, fellas. Well, what are you drinking? You're no, doing no, 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 not Scotch Ale. We're, uh, we're running some of the local water here. A little Hubbleton Brewing Kleinstad Kolsch. Very delicious. Nice. Yeah, the Kolsch is good. Light. It's delicious. Their Scotch Ale is about the best beer I've Tell had in about, about a year. Yeah. I drank that whole... Well, I didn't drink the whole thing, but I brought it to a little bonfire get-together uh, for homecoming. Our neighbors are... You know, they do it every year. They have like a little yep. bonfire in the, in the driveway. I brought it over there and it was gone. Quick. It's by it's far my favorite good. beer. That's, is that what you gave that's me a taste what I of fed you the after other your night. dough? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By a taste, good. it was a full 12-ounce glass. I mean, the poor man was thirsty after <laughs> helping me drag that dough off. <laughs> I needed something. Yep. 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 It's so. very good beer. And fun fact, for those that haven't been paying attention, if you're not on your email blast, go sign up for that because you'll hear more stuff that's going on. But we're putting on an archery event in the end of August of 2022 at Hubbleton Brewing. Heck yep. yeah. So Greg is in charge of uh, no pressure making the course. <laughs> Zero pressure. I'm, <laughs> I'm in charge of getting people to show up. If it sucks. <laughs> so, if you're looking for those creative shots, those weird ones. You and me might be putting heads guy. together on that because we're limited in space. So there's going to be some creativity involved, but we got to be careful with that too. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I'll show you the map, but shout out to Backwoods Grind for keeping me going all day. If you want some discount on some good coffee, I recommend it. Backwoodsgrind.com, OHP for 10% off. Uh, Spartan Forge, we don't got a discount code for the, well, my bad, wrong one. Drop Time Spirits, my eyes jumped. We don't have a discount code for Drop Time Spirits. <laughs> uh, 
because it's alcohol and sales are online. <laughs> but get some. yeah, we're not drinking that tonight though. Actually, we're drinking the I can't pronounce this. Can you pronounce it? Shentashan. Shentashan. That's like German or something. Yeah, darling. Okay, it's not. <laughs> it's very, it's very good. Uh, it's my favorite scotch by far. Um, very good. We're not sponsored by them. And <laughs> but Drop Ten Spirits, by the way, they're going to be at the. There's a trade show in Wisconsin, March 25th through the 27th. Um, how's it called? They changed the name of it. It's the Deer and Turkey Expo, right? It's, it's the old Deer and Turkey Expo that was in Madison. Now it's so the it's open life. season Sportsman's Expo, and now it's at the Kalahari in Wisconsin Dells. Wow, just like that, it changed. And we're not running to Madison anymore. We're going to be, we have a booth there. As of today, officially, we reserved the spot. So Ooh, nice. we're going to be podcasting Coming and selling merch. Yeah. Um, so those are some announcements. And then, yeah, Spartan Forge is our presenting sponsor. They they help build the studio. I don't know if people like know that. But they're, they're some of our favorite people, and their product is freaking incredible. If you're not using the Spartan Forge app, you're, you're missing. You're genuinely missing out. I'm not going to talk trash about any other apps, but like HuntWise has a hunt forecast, hunt, HuntCast. Um, Onyx doesn't have shit like that. Nope. But Dreary has DrearyCast, DeerCast. I was looking into that today. I don't. I know that the HuntWise one uses uh, Jeff Sturgis's kind of model. I'm assuming the Drearys have lots of data, but Spartan Forge's data is um, pure. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a pure data studies, set. Like thousands and thousands of studies. True collared, data points. Yeah, collared collared deer. deer. No one else has that. They I might have some the, experts or some good data from people getting it done. That's not the same thing. No. The Drury one that I Empirical is the word I was looking for. Empirical data. The Drury is 100% weather-based, you know, yep. and barometric pressure and the 13 things that they have said, which I'm sure is excellent. Right. But what Spartan Forge has that, what too. What Spartan Forge <laughs> is doing on top of that with yep. the data is unbelievable. Yeah, it's not like anything else you're going to find out there. So I think the other apps have their place and they're fine. Um, Spartan Forge is gaining some ground on all of them yes. right now. And so if you want to save 25% off, you can use code OHP. And if you have questions for the pro staff, tell them Eric sent you because I'll hear about it and it'll be funny. You can do it. <laughs> like this idiot sent me over here. So that's it. That's what we got for the, the, the call-outs. I'm not missing anything, right? No, I think you covered it all. All right, we do the Go Wild one post. So we're all on Go Wild. Are you on Go Wild? Not yes, yet. You're going to be now. I haven't posted. Okay. I haven't done anything on it. I'm right. on it, but I'm not. We got a guest with us. Yeah. Who do we have? Oh, shit. Jesse, I can't see your last name. Bernard? Bernard? Bernard. Yeah. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. Classic. Excellent <laughs> last name. This is <laughs> the world's okayest bow hunter. Hey, hey, at all. Hey. I, I had that, I've had that name for about two years. Come on. Give me a break. That's all right. Great. I'm so happy that you're actually. Hey. The, you want to know my last? You want to know my last name was on Instagram? Oh God, I don't know. It was the underscore hip hop apotamus. I don't know why. That's <laughs> a flight of the Concords reference. Hip hop apotamus. Yeah, no, hey, you got it. You got it. He's big. I think a big daddy. I don't know. I, I I switched it like two two and a half years ago, just because just because it was time for a change. You know, try to be a little bit more professional. <laughs> that's what you went with that's great oh, yeah. man. uh tell us about yourself jesse you hail from wisconsin yeah. uh, i love the irony of the okayness and you got giant freaking deer you circulated social media not that long ago with your triple mount uh bourbon barrel freaking taxidermy 
shenanigans you got going on there. It looks freaking incredible. Like, thank you. Down for us, man. Tell us, tell us where you're from in Wisconsin and what the hell you're doing these days. Oh, so I'm from Janesville, Wisconsin. Um, I was born and raised there. Uh, went to college in Western Illinois, um, and then I worked at Great Lakes Naval. I was a contractor at Great Lakes Naval Base for the last five years. So I resided in Kenosha, um, just above the state line. And uh, but where I primarily do my deer hunting is uh, Monroe County. So like that driftless area kind of by uh, the Mississippi where stuff gets a little bit more, gets a little hillier. And um, I love it. You know, that's like the perfect, it's a perfect uh, environment to, um, for quality deer management. And um, I'm very lucky that I have uh, the parents I do and the family I have because my dad's whole side of the family's from Monroe County. And it's just been unbelievable uh, deer hunting up there for sure. That's cool. Are you public land out there or what? So um, I hunt public in Kenosha. So uh, Kenosha County, like the go five days a week to Kenosha County. Um, And I, uh, I hunt, I used to hunt the sand dunes. So I hunted about a quarter mile off of Lake Michigan and it was, uh, it was different. You know, it's uh, archery only out there, and uh, it's it was uh, pretty good hunting um, at at times. And then at other times, it uh, fucking sucked. You know, <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> but than uh, but I my uh, we got fifty acres up in uh, our 40, 40, 50 acres uh, up in Monroe County of private that we hunt. That's cool. That's not easy, man. We've talked about this. The duality. There's like some weird. Oh, you're on private land or, Oh, you're on public land. You know what? They each got their challenges. And if you put them on a scale, they're going to, they're going to balance out pretty evenly. 110%. Um, I mean, all my big deer, uh, that I've been able to harvest have, uh, they've been all private land for the most part, but, uh, it's like you said, uh, if you do it right, um, uh, play by the i'm not saying play by the rules but like you do the whole quality deer management thing year after year after year and you have neighbors that kind of invest in that as well it it's it's uh fun for everybody you know um and that's what we were able to do for the most part uh we purchased it back in 2013 and we had some pretty rough years you know because you just try to figure out the lay of the land and how everything works and uh out of the game, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, we finally got private land. This is gonna be great, and you're like, the fuck's going on around here? it was, it's, it's rough because it was rough because uh, it, it, we just couldn't figure stuff out, you know, like yeah, you try stuff like, like you should, and right. um, then we finally got the food plots going and practicing the quality deer management, uh, kind of stuff, and uh it's really kind of come together since about 2016, 2017. Um, we've been able to uh, be very successful. I mean, at least uh, somebody in the family is going to get something. Um, and like I said, um, it, a lot of times it's not going to be a giant, but it's, it, it's what we, it's what we go for. And I give all the credit to my old man because he is, he just retired about um, five months ago. And that's like his passion, you know, and that's the reason why it's kind of my passion now, too, because I like spending as much time with him as possible. And he's a full gun ho on uh, 
on his uh, on our property up there. So uh, all credit to him. That's cool. That's cool, man. And you're now in Texas. So are you doing anything? Are you dabbling down there now that you're how long have you been there for? Uh, so I've been here for almost four months now, about four months. And uh, it's different down here. Um, so I, I took a contracting job with a uh, military contracting job with the Air Force down here uh, in San Antonio. And this is like the first time I've ever like living in a real city. So it's kind of <laughs> fucking weird. But uh, it's all right. I mean, I'm used to it now. Um, but uh, a lot of the property down here is private and it's uh there's a lot of leases so like there's like five to sorry about that <laughs> there's like five to eight people on leases and once you get a lease and you pay your dues and uh basically you get your number of how many uh, deer you can take on a certain area and stuff and it's just been hard to kind of budge my way in i was able to um I didn't post anything about it. Uh, I was able to take a uh, 300-inch elk a couple weeks ago. Oh, um, freaking a, on a, man! On a private ranch, but it was kind of it was it was cool uh, to an extent. So it was for a uh, veteran organization where all the um, elk meat got donated. So we donated about 210 pounds of of elk, and. Uh, I got to keep the skull cap, which is pretty cool. Uh, this is kind of is just kind of like a private ranch uh, hunting there's experience. A there's a lot of those down there. There's so much land down there. Um, I don't know where our buddy Ward is down there, but he's in Texas. The guy that runs musket powder. You ever see him around on social media? Uh, I haven't. No. He is a character. Oh, he a lot of guns. <laughs> and oh, he's got hogs to shoot. So that might be a fun intro, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know so, where Texas yeah. is, but it's a big the, state. The one thing I have got lined up for this winter, like February time, is some hog management with uh, some people I know. Like even people with leases are like, come on over, you know, after deer season. Um, that's cool. you got, yeah, and that's cool. Like I've never hog hunted before. And it's basically like use any tactics you want to use, you know. So it's that'd, gonna be pretty exciting. That'd be great, you know. Use it as a test lab, like the ranch ferry. I mean, you can. Oh, go that guy is awesome. He's like talk yeah. about a character. Oh <laughs> 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 that guy's great. Stuff makes sense, you know. Yeah. But oh you, yeah, and it's funny. He's like a mad scientist. That guy is a, definitely a mad scientist. But he's so so smart about just like the simplest kind of things, you know. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah, you'd be able to go out and test a bunch of your archery equipment, and maybe you you get into a different set of heads or something. Different yeah, arrow setup, and, and that's I never even thought about that kind of stuff. You know, like I'm a big uh, THP fan, like most people, and actually that's kind of what got me into uh, public land hunting in Kenosha. Um, and I, I mean, I've I've I shot two bucks in Kenosha. Um, and like 110 115 inch like eight pointers um and i got like well i got one doe it was actually harder to get does than it was uh bucks over there for sure but um yeah ranch ferry and uh like the way he sets stuff up and the way he uh just goes about uh describing on what you need for uh for like heavy setups is pretty pretty intense but hey all the facts kind of like point in the direction of of what he's 
toss it's up. logical. It, it all adds up. It's just, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I, was, I was like getting all into it within the last, last year. And then I just didn't want to pull the trigger on really expensive broadheads, but I did invest in the vector custom shop stuff to okay. increase the weight of my FOC and my arrow and blah, blah, blah. And then this last like preseason, I'm sitting on the couch watching the THP with the ranch ferry. And I'm like, fuck this. I pulled out my phone. I bought it right then and there. I texted her. I'm like, I just bought Iron Wills, man. He's like, you did it. I might, that, there yeah. might have been a little bit of a push there. <laughs> it's like, but that's what had happened. I was a little like, bit of discount. I literally was watching the video and I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's over. They're talking about like the microscopic impact of like the way you're slicing veins inside of the like. I was like, this is fucked up, man. I have to do this. Excuse my oh, language. Crazy. I know my dad hates when I swear on the show. Sorry, dad. But, you know. Yeah. I, that like, I, would, I think like three years ago uh, or two years ago, I, uh, I actually accidentally bought 150 grain long crossbow schwackers, like the three inch expandable ones. And I shot those on my compound and uh, nothing fancy about them. But uh, within 25 yards, they do some damage, man. Like that's like my go-to broadhead the last, um, yeah, like I said, two, three years I've been shooting schwackers and I mean, like any other hunter, I, you practice, you practice, you practice. And, um, I've like, if you're patient, you should only have a 25 ish yard shot or, uh, inside. And like I said, I've been lucky enough to the last, like all those big bucks I've shot the last couple of years. Uh, per, like just how I imagined it in my head, like just the lane that they walk and uh, where they stop. And my shot's been a uh, heart long shot every time, you know, and it's just uh, if you put in the reps and you do all the stuff right and you're confident in your skills and, um, and then stuff's going to walk uh, work out for you. And it also helps that uh, – all both those archery bucks and the gun buck I got last year, uh, they kind of seriously from the time I saw them to the time I shot them was about 30 seconds, so I didn't have enough time to shit my pants before, uh, before, uh, before I went gun ho on them. <laughs> yeah, that's actually we should just talk about that for a second because Greg's words were playing in my head a couple of times when things were starting to get serious out there. And, you know, my dad, too, same thing. Calm down, Eric. Slow down. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down, slow down. Get some, get some shit under control. But that whole overthinking versus, like, boom, you got to react right now. There's something to be said about that. You're doing military contracts. You're working in the military. The military, there's something to be said about how people that are in service, like, can respond to something instantly. But if yeah. you have time to think about it, so if you're seeing that buck coming from 50, 60 yards away and you're watching him approach, it's a lot of time for stuff to go up yeah. in your in your your nerves, and then you can maybe calm them back down. But at that point, there's a lot of – what do you guys think? I mean, you watched a buck think, in its bed the other day. I think it's about a two-foot difference on what you're focusing on. As you watch that buck come in, you're staring at those antlers, thinking about how good they're going to look on your wall. You lose it. I'm not kidding, though. This is happening to this me. Is don't shoot where, the horns. I yeah. did a meme about this. Yeah, this is happening to me where you're, you're already like, yeah, this is going to be great. And you're that little lapse in concentration. And all of a sudden, that shot, you you forget to pick that spot. But yep. you've also had it where that deer comes in. The buck I shot last year, I got to watch for almost an hour before he gave me a shot. But as he came in the last 40 yards, I just burned a hole. 
in his hide, not on his antlers, yeah. but just looking right where I wanted to shoot. So I think seeing him for a while can be good or bad, depending on where your brain is at. Right. Um, I like Jesse said though, those quick ones where they come in and you just don't even have time to think. I like those the best. That was the one I killed. It's all business, man. It's all business. (laughs) It's got to be. And that's why. How was yours? The one that you got, the the big guy on your wall. How did that one go down? That one was literally like I I saw him come, coming through the woods. He was working scrapes and rubbing things up and trashing the whole place. And, you know, I saw how big his body was. Didn't look that big. But again, he was probably 50 yards up through and I was just getting little glimpses of him. So, okay, I know it's a buck, but I can't really see the antlers. And then he kind of turned and picked up and moved his head just a certain way. And I caught light off of his antler. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that, that'll that do. Yeah. And then he kind of turned one more time and I saw the spread because he looked my direction. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> come on over, big fella. We're going we're gonna to dance. We're going to have a little party. <laughs> and uh, he did. He came a little closer, shined up another tree, was going to turn and go the other way. I hit him with a grunt. He didn't hear it. I hit it again. And then he was like, somebody kicked him in the ass because. You want to come check it out? Oh, yeah. He was. He was. Thank God for that grunt. Then, huh? He wasn't putting up with, with anything over there because he had the whole place tore up with rub scrapes. They were all freshened up right as I walked in there. So he came plowing through and I already had like I knew where he was headed. And had locked on to an area where I thought he probably will stop. And sure enough, as he was coming through the red brush, I already had my bow out and started drawing. And he had stopped perfect right in between two limbs. And all I did was pick the spot right right on the shoulder. I knew I already knew what he was. And I just, like Derek said, you burn a hole in it. You look at it. You lightly squeeze off on the release. Follow through. And... I watched him die. He's on the wall. Yep. You know, I, I literally watched him take three hops, turn around, look, and go, what the hell was that? And all of a sudden on rubber leg street over, he went right into some multi-floor rose bush, and it was all over. That's so, great. yeah, 20 minutes, he was done. So was- you had a little bit more time with yours. I had almost no time with mine last year. Mm-hmm. Heard a bunch of stuff, heard a bunch of stuff. He emerges. Oh, that's a buck. That's enough for me. <laughs> that <laughs> right. was it. I didn't have yeah. any. Like, all right, but to practicing, <laughs> you know, you know yep. I don't mean to sound like every deer doesn't matter, but they do practicing shoot deer, mm-hmm. shoot deer. Wearing you the freaking sweatshirt, if you haven't right shot yep. many deer, start shooting them, start yes. shooting does. If you're if DNR gives you a tag with you know a buck tag and two doe tags, why are you not shooting does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're there, there's a bunch of them, yeah, and if you don't start taking more off the landscape that landscape is going to be very shy on food there's no better practice at killing deer than killing deer yeah and i'm not saying go all <laughs> responsibly and shoot deer you know like we hunt up in northern wisconsin yeah. a lot and like don't go just shooting deer just to shoot deer but in an area where there's a high deer population down here i feel like yeah we have plenty of does like there's no better way for a beginning hunter or young hunter to get better at it than to just shoot got experience it, right? it. yep yep, yep. And the yep. more you shoot, the better you're going to be. Jesse's just not a head over. He's like, yeah, guys, I'm with you. Oh, hey, no, you guys are 100% right. What's your you drink? Know, like, I mean, I had kind of a dry spell for a little bit. and So did I. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things, like, you just got to take it sometimes. And, I mean, so those those three bucks I shot in 13 months, um, they all came in by themselves. It's weird. Like, it's I, I, different parts of the state are – I don't know what it is, but 
like over in Iowa, you always see like like two or three big bucks always at the same time. And I mean, earlier in the season, like September, yeah, of course you're gonna see that. But like even like the nickname for our place up north is called No Deer Ridge. Like for real. Like we don't see shit. Like we have <laughs> probably half half of the sits you'll sit. You won't even see a deer, you know? And uh our buck to doe ratio is probably 50-50 like the last couple of years, which is not bad. But you got all, all the four corns running around and stuff like that. And you're, if I see a four corn, oh, I'm, I'm excited as hell. I love watching uh, young bucks do their thing. And I like watching uh, smaller does do their thing. And um, it's just been weird. I've never we've never seen two. Uh, I've never seen two shooter bucks together. Uh and uh, the same pairing or anything. I don't, and I don't know if it's just like that's where because where we're from, or uh, the landscape that we have. Because we do have a big, huge. Uh, uh, we we hunt on a big, huge ridge. You know, like it goes along a roadside all the way down, um, with a food plot on the top and food plot on the bottom, and it's really thick in the middle. And I think it's a spot where um, big mature bucks like to get away, kind of post rut. You know, or uh, that's kind of like their ridge and they run everything else off or, or what it is, but just like deer numbers, it's not like, like I said, it's not like hunting Iowa where you see uh, like 40, 40 deer a night or 30 deer a night, just a bunch of does and maybe a couple bucks in there. But uh, yeah, if you're lucky to see a deer or two or um, it, I think the highest number I've ever seen in one sit was, uh, was a late season food plot hunt last year in uh, January and I saw 13 deer and I was like a kid in a candy store. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, you know, even though I had my buck tag filled already. So it was just fun, you know, and that's what it's all about. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy stuff. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I grew up hunting Nicolet. It's sparse up there. So, you know, anytime I see anything, I'm like, yeah. still damn in total disbelief that I'm witnessing an actual deer in the wild. I'm like the <laughs> commercial every Christmas. They do exist. Yeah. Every, every time I can't believe it. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty, although I put my trail cam in a pretty stupid spot, so I haven't got any deer on that yet. <laughs> Squirrel, a couple branches, another hunter, which is good intel. I'll take, I'll take, uh, trail cam picks other hunters all day long. It tells me something. Yeah. That's a, not a good spot to be. No. <laughs> <laughs> Time to move the trail camera. <laughs> Time to move the trail camera. But no, well, that's good, man. So what's your, what's your plan for, for like this season? Are you coming back up to Wisconsin? Are you hunting in Texas? Oh. <laughs> Next Wednesday, the rotation begins, so oh. I'm pretty excited. I, well, it's I'm like I'm needing this real bad because uh, I'm an early season hunter. But the thing is, I early season uh, hunt public in Kenosha the last three four years, and uh, it's been awesome. I've seen a lot of deer activity, and that's where like the action over there was pretty good because where I do hunt on those Kenosha sand dunes in the public. Um, there's not a whole lot of late season feed. So there's not a whole lot of late season action around there. Believe me, I've, I've hunted there in uh, January and December. And in three years, I can't even see, tell you if I've seen five deer uh, after post Christmas or post rifle season. So um, it's early season was always really fun, fun there for sure. Um, and then once like October hit, I would uh, head up, to Wisconsin, uh, head up to Monroe County uh, a couple weekends before before uh, 
November, November 1st hit and, um, I would hunt and then, um, I would still be hunting public whenever I had a chance in Kenosha and the, the rut was always decent down, down there in Kenosha County. But, um, uh, as soon as like October 20th kind of hit October 25th, uh, that's when I'm usually up in Monroe County as much as I can. And last year I took off the Sunday, the first all the way till I think it was the fifth or sixth that whole week. And, uh, I ended up shooting my, that big eight pointer on the first. So I just ended up going back to work after that and saving my PTO for another time. That's so. all back in four days you can enjoy november right? oh i can't i'm just geeking you know like i just can't wait to get in the stand uh and it's weird it's been weird you know like like i said uh, i think i up last year in november 1st i think up to then i had like uh like 40 sits or like or something like that you know like uh 35 yeah. to 40 sits i had before i got my uh archery buck last year and that was just kind of some of the sits would be an hour. Some of the sits, like I went usually most uh, every weeknight uh, and uh, at least one day on the weekend or mornings and the weekends and whenever I had a chance to. And it was good. I saw a lot of deer. Um, never had an opportunity on like a mature buck until November 1st. But it's fun watching, you know, like, you know, how it is. It's just been it's been fun uh, just to watch and just kind of take everything in and just enjoy nature a little bit. But yeah, I got 12 days to kind of get it done. Um, and then I'll be back up to Wisconsin right after uh, about a week or so after like a Christmas all the way through new year a little bit. So if I have to do some late season uh, hunting, uh, that's, that's perfectly fine too. Are you, hunting, are you gun hunting up here too in Wisconsin then for the gun open? So, that's that? the thing like, yeah, if if I get an opportunity to um, get hit that second weekend after um, after um, Thanksgiving, I, I'll do that. Um, but we'll see. I've always liked muzzleloader season, man, and that's the so funny story with the gun hunting thing. So I was like the first uh, kid in the family to shoot a deer, like get a get a buck when he was young. I was like 12, uh, 11 years old, and I shot a nice like six pointer, you know. And I went on a dry spell for like 17 years where I didn't see jack shit. Like I didn't see, like didn't even have an opportunity to shoot a, like a decent, uh, cause after like the rule in the family kind of is like, Hey, first buck, you can shoot whatever you want. And after that, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a little bit bigger, you know? And, uh, like, I think it was like 16 years or so. And then I finally connected with like, a hundred tennis class eight pointer and then uh the year after uh like a hundred like around the same size and then last year was the first ever like real nice mature buck that uh i shot and it's actually the biggest buck i ever shot um inch wise i don't know like i don't i didn't measure them the only deer i got measured officially was uh was my eight pointer from last year and it's only because uh it was it ended up going in the record book for like the fourth fourth biggest typical eight point ever taken in Monroe County. <laughs> it was pretty big. Oh, it was like 156 inches. Yeah, but that's the only one I've ever really like cared about with inches. But uh, last year, 
it was 170 cla inch class, uh, like six year old buck that we had on camera for like a million years, like three years with no daytime photos. And the neighbors must have bumped them opening day in the afternoon. And all of a sudden, there he was, 30 yards. Couldn't think about it. Just action done. <laughs> so uh, it's crazy. Jesse, I'm looking at your opening day photo from <laughs> last year. And I remember seeing it. Like, I don't know when you posted it, if it was on opening day, yeah, the 23rd, but I remember seeing it. It's you and is that a brother or a cousin? Yeah, yeah my little brother got one the next day, the next morning. And the, yeah. and the stand that I was, yeah, I got sheds from both of them from the year before. <laughs> I mean, just those bucks could have been, I mean, those are absolutely beautiful. You got, you got the sheds there. That's incredible. Oh, Dad, like that's the moment in a song. I got the, I got the canvas like right up here of that photo. And it's just like the coolest thing in the world. I, and I, it's, it's funny cause uh, like my dad shot a big, like big class buck like that, uh, like five years ago. And it was huge. It was like, we've never got one like that before. And um, yeah. I've been wanting, I've been wanting him to connect on something, but he was like a kid in a candy store. I've never seen him smile. So happy just cause me and my little brother connected uh, that opening weekend. And then, I'll post a photo uh, gun season because, like, I don't know what it was about this last uh, – well, I do kind of know what it was about this last the Wisconsin gun season because last year sucked. 2019 Wisconsin gun season was terrible because there, it was so wet and there was a lot of standing corn. And uh, not too many people, at least where I live, like, uh, shot a lot of mature bucks or anything. And then uh, this last year – 2020 there was mature deer dropping left and right i couldn't even believe it at least in our area it was a lot crazy of a lot of woods man i mean covid drove a lot of uh yeah <laughs> accelerated <laughs> hunting license really don't find them and it's been kind of sucky because um a lot of those opening weekends when it's like 40 degrees out like post rut um a lot of those mature deer don't want to do anything and they don't leave unless they have to move because it's so cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's just been kind of, um, it, it's got to be nice and cold. And the the rut, it's got to be the peak end, end of the rut kind of a thing. And I think that's when successful, uh, uh, a lot of successful gun hunting happens. Because there's been some opening weekends when it's like the 27th of November, you know, and it's like. Yeah, everything's done. Every, deer aren't moving at all you know it doesn't matter where you are unless unless it's like 15 degrees or cool colder like those uh, it's going to be hard to uh i mean at least where we live it's going to be hard for them to move the food uh during daylight hours for sure yeah that's true i don't know but that's just my that's my two cents on it i don't know <laughs> I, I, I just stuck. I suck at a. I suck as a as a as a gun hunter. That's that's just like the stone cold truth. No, but it's interesting what it. you said, man, about the year before 2019, and no one really getting anything because it was wet. You know, the, all your corn was on, and then all of a sudden, you guys. I don't want to say luck into it, by the sound of it, you don't have a ton of big bucks that usually run through, and then you guys shot two giants. Like, no more big deer around because less were killed the year before it's like a perfect recipe Decent yeah. weather, they were and like i said i'm gonna post a photo uh i'll post a photo i'll send it to you guys uh so 
our uh, good buddies from Southern Wisconsin that own a farm right down the road, like less than a mile down the road. Uh, they only have a 40 acre spot too. And they killed, they got like, uh, they got three 130, 140 inch uh, deer that opening morning too. A lot of people before, say that before, 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 before 10, before 10 a.m. Before 10 a.m. I'll take luck. I'll take that golden horse. They right shove it up. You they, know, the right <laughs> on that property that's for sure and we got a we got a photo with all of them lined up all five of them lined up oh, that weekend it was it's it, it's just a cool it's cool moments like that that you just got to kind of hang on to because uh like that kind of stuff happens once every couple decades you know and um yeah, i definitely like, with, me, with me moving down here with me moving down here it kind of like just makes that even more special because i know that uh at least for a couple of years or however long I'm down here, something like that's not going to happen again uh, for me, for sure. I can only imagine how happy, you know, your dad smiled in that photo said it all, but just oh, yeah. oh, yeah. now that you're down there, like I, yep. I got, to, uh, I got to shoot a buck last year with my dad on opening day, which was the first time we've ever both killed yep. on opening day. And it was the opening gun I mean, or opening opening gun. Yeah. We both got a buck opening day and it was like, Neither of them were nearly anything close to what Jesse got, but like it was the funnest day just hanging out with my dad, like being able to drag him out together and like both sweat our ass off and fall down in the mud and laugh our ass off. Like, wouldn't trade it for the world. It was, it was oh, really cool. And that's why it. I looked at your yep. photo and I saw your dad smile and you guys, it was like, you know, it just felt like that's what Wisconsin gun season is all about. Oh, it, Wisconsin gun season is about drinking and hanging out with your family and friends <laughs> and like. Like deer hunting is always kind of come second fiddle to that. You know, you always got that uncle that makes it out to the stand at like nine 30 in the morning. And <laughs> you know, like, and <laughs> y'all like, it was so, like some people like stay in a trailer, like, and they pack in like sardines and everybody's farting yeah. that smells like shit. And Dude, I got the weirdest. Tell this story. We, we used to, I'll just tell it. Cause we'll, I don't have my damn mouth. Uh, my dad will probably freaking cough up his coffee when he listens this to tomorrow or wherever he is. But you're right about the one uncle. We got one uncle, and he's the one uncle that all the stories are told about. Like he actually is quite the embodiment of the okay hunter. He got he's so okay. Oh my god, here we go. This is like Jeff Foxworthy. He's so okay at hunting. That he got he got treed by a herd of cows <laughs> crossing a pasture. A pasture of cows. He's so okay at hunting. This is all real shit. He. My dad puts up in a tree stand at a swamp edge. My uncle goes in the swamp. My dad watches him the whole time. The whole time he's watching him. Turns right back around and goes right back to my dad. Looks up and goes, how the fuck did you get over here? But dad's like, <laughs> I've been here the whole time. You dumbass, you got turned around. Like, He's so okay. Oh, my God. I got the most okayest uh, story of all time for uh, – so our neighbor, our neighbor, they're, they're kind of – like they're just opening weekend hunters and stuff like that. And uh, his old man just wears nothing but blaze orange from head to toe. You know, you know how it is. Like the whole jumpsuit oh, and stuff. The blaze orange and one. There's a trail. <laughs> hey, there's a trail <laughs> camera. Trail camera right. A trail camera right in front of uh, where he doesn't even sit down. He just stands. So he, <laughs> so he's standing. He's standing and his guns leaned up against a tree that's like 10, 10 yards away, 10 feet away or whatever, 10 feet away. And he's just sitting there. And then you see him like the camp, the trail camera gets him pacing back and forth and stuff. 
<laughs> and, then, and he drove a four wheeler in, like past oh, the camera. He, he drove a four wheeler in past the camera. You see him standing up against a tree, and his guns leaning up another against another tree. And you see him just like smoking, and then just like pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth. And then around like nine thirty, you see him uh, the the four wheeler take off, you know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like around around. Two o'clock in the afternoon, you see the four wheeler come back in, and then you see him, the guns up against the tree, and he's pacing, smoking, just kind of hanging out. And then all of a sudden, like four thirty comes, like literally prime time, twenty minutes before, twenty minutes before dark. You see him take off on the four wheeler back, and then all of a sudden, right at dark, you see like a nice big eight pointer walk right in front, of, like right in front of the camera. <laughs> and oh, and my buddy Austin showed me this. And it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I wish, I wish he would give me that footage. Like those, like 20, those, like 15 to 20 photos in chronological order. And uh, let me post that because that would be the funniest thing on the internet, at least on your page for a long time. Oh my God. It's it's just like, it was like instant classic, almost piss your pants funny. So. I'll, I'll see this upcoming. I'll see this upcoming. Uh, this upcoming fall, if I can get all those photos, because it would just be the most instant gold thing you've ever seen in your entire life. I swear to God, scarring than the story that I was going to tell. So, <laughs> no, Sorry. no, and I, I mean, I'm not. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be a one upper. Like I really don't. No, 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 it's, no it's, that it's, was just like the funniest. It was. It was like in that moment, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Paces back and forth impatiently. Smokes like a chain. Guns on the wrong tree. Guns, guns sitting on the tree. Says, fuck it. I'm getting back on the four-wheeler. It's too cold. I'm out of here. The real that, that was watching him. You can't tell me it wasn't. The real question is how many hot packs were sitting where that guy was pacing? Oh, right? my God. I don't even know. If he was pacing, no, like... he didn't need the hot packs. Oh, he, he still had them, maybe. You know? It was some calisthenics, man. <laughs> That's your... <laughs> Yeah, Dude, my, my buddy, speaking of hot packs, so I, I, I love I love those things. I have a dash full of them, or like my center console in my truck. But my one buddy, he had like a, a thing that you actually like lit on fire. And like, it was like a metal tin thing. And he put in like a little cloth. Like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, it's my hand warmer. I'm like, yeah, that's fire. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're going to burn yourself down. That will warm everything. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. But I've seen those now. Yeah. I want to go look at your truck now because I feel like. If I open the center console, will there just be sure, spilling dude, out it's there? a mess. That's but an okay. You dig far like enough in there. Dealer, yeah. All these bags. Glove compartment, boom. Yes. Well, Greg, yeah. I saw in your garage, you still have the Wisconsin hand warmers in there. You can buy yeah. a pack. A Which pack. Which were supposed to come here. You can buy a pack <laughs> of, uh, what the hell is this stuff called? Fireball. And so we bought a pack of it. I was like, man, this looks like a bunch of freaking hand warmers so here. My, so we made a skit called the Wisconsin hand warmer. We got to bring that to deer camp. I got to bring a pack I will of those make sure, You will get it back, I promise, because <laughs> I don't want Clearly it. you haven't touched them. No. We have a – one of my buddy's brothers came with us one year, and he got into Fireball, and I think he, like, hadn't been away from his kids in, like, too many years. <laughs> Crawled was, into a whole pack of shit face, shit face on Fireball. I was like, we got to go to the store. We got to get more Fireball. Like, dude, we ain't leaving this cabin. <laughs> okay, no one is to drive. We're not going damn anywhere. He's like – you already have had enough fireball. You're good to go. <laughs> He's like, this shit's so good. It tastes it's like fired the, up. It oh, tastes oh. like the fucking the jawbreaker. I was like, yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah, it's Calm down. <laughs> no, my uncle, my uncle, we we stayed at this shitty uh, motel, Delta Inn Motel in Prairie Duchene. Sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, 
five stars for all the my dad and i would stay there for you know it was just the two of us and then eventually i had a couple buddies come along and eventually my one uncle the one i was talking about i haven't seen him in years i think last time i saw him at my wedding and the time before that was hunting and time before that was when i was a kid he just he's very elusive right (laughs) we call him the recluse i'm not gonna say his name out loud but his name would even fit the character even more but i'll tell you guys offline he he wakes and I had a buddy with me, right? So we're in this motel and I don't know how we all, there's only two beds in there. So I don't know how it all worked out. I can't remember. But all I remember is it was a dark hundred. And, uh, I woke up to my uncle yelling, Holy shit. I got a pee boner. I haven't had one of these in a decade. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> I was like, tidy whities I wake up and I saw too much. <laughs> What the, fuck? Joking, was he? what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> so, freaking deer camp, man. And now since someone drops ass, I'm like, oh. there's just too much shit going on in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those very, very tight space cabins with uh, with like a big wood stove in there. Oh, yeah. Those are bad decisions because it's either, it's either 95 fucking yeah. degrees in there. Or, or it's like, or it's like 25, you know, so, like, no, there's like no in between. No, you know. There isn't, because my uncle's cabin up in Burnett, yeah. it, it's not a cabin. It's it's a trailer put on a block foundation. Oh, yeah. A trailer that him and my dad swiped out of City Point, out of the middle of the public. <laughs> it was sitting there in the 60s. They backed up the F-250, hooked it up, and yanked it out of the out of all the weeds. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There was mouse shit, and there was animals bailing out of that thing as they were <laughs> down the it's trail. It's a mouse hotel. It was a mouse hotel. So... They, they parked it up on his property up in Burnett, and it's in the middle of nothing but paper company woods, north woods, and that's that's deer camp. And then he made, like, this shitty addition with a roof. So it's like you, you drive into the property, there's this shack, and then there's, like, two rounded ends of a trailer, a frolic trailer <laughs> coming out of the shack, <laughs> and a roof built over it. You can tell a Polak built that son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Is that where you're going, where you're going oh, this yeah. year, Craig? That yeah, that was that's the plan is to go that way this year. Take that some was, good photos that of that shack. I have photos because we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a feature uh, this season of hunting shacks. I want to see what everyone's got to offer. So he, he, we've had memories in that thing, but like like he's like Jesse said, everybody's jammed in there. He's got an old wood stove and it actually is like an old paper incinerator he pulled out of an apartment in milwaukee so it's literally a 55 gallon drum with a heavy top on it oh my god yeah dude so, it gets hot so hot, hot and we stoked that thing that's like and it's that. literally 95 freaking degrees like you're in your shorts what's but if you sleep on the floor it's a balmy 55 <laughs> I'm up here i was sick sick as a dog and i'm like it's way too something's wrong hot. with the air in here it's way too yeah. fucking hot up on the top bunk and yeah, yeah top, hey, top bunk is deadly. Top oh, bunk is deadly. So people have like people left deer camp pants. because of this. People have left deer camp because of top bunk treatment. I've yeah. heard about. Yeah. This. Oh, hey, you so, guys should make a shirt or a sticker about oh, top bunk treatment. Hot air rises and so do fire smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got my old man snoring and my uncle snoring. Gas. Bullshit. I got a sore throat. I can't breathe through my nose. I'm like, Fuck it. I'm going down. I'm going to go in front of the wood. The, I'm going the paper the incinerator. Dish. Yeah, I'm going to go lay in front. Yeah, I'm going to son of a bitch. Breathing out. in fumes. So Carbon dioxide. I, I blow up an air mattress. I put it. I don't even think I had an air mattress. I think it was just I swiped the mattress off the, the top bunk, kicked all the mice out of it and everything, oh, threw yeah. it on the floor. 
roll out the sleeping bag and it's like, oh, this is like air conditioning down here. This is nice. <laughs> but then I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm I'm freaking sweating. But then my head's cold. So I put a hat on <laughs> and I'm in there shivering. I wake up the next morning, still got a sore throat, but I don't have the fever anymore. And uh, uncle and dad are still, you know, farting and snoring away. It's bad news. Oh yeah! Oh my God! I just, I just swallowed scotch on the wrong tube, you guys. It's not. <laughs> it's not okay. Like it hit you harder than normal. <laughs> it wasn't normal. It just hits different. Doesn't scotch it? on the breathing dude Don't isn't cry, good. Eric. You'll be all right. I'm really struggling here. Don't cry, Eric. Oh, damn. Cry so, yeah. Hey, yeah. one year, I think I was like 14 or 13 or something, and I uh, slept on a cot in the cabin. And it was just so hot, I kept on, like, shifting and stuff. And then I got – I was on my stomach, and I went to go shift again. And I put both my hands on, like, the side rails, and the cop just, like, collapsed. Like, the whole thing, and it smashed my fucking fingers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, fuck. Now it's hey, 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 but hey. That's what I get hey, Sleeping in a cabin, sleeping in a cabin, when you're younger and that kind of stuff for deer camp, makes you really appreciate everything else later on in life you know like if you, you can get through if you can get through deer camp from the age of 12 all the way to the age of like 18 yeah. hey uh -huh. you can you can make it very far in life you know because you yeah. know that that's pretty rough situations and i wouldn't trade those moments for anything in the world no not no, even no, no. <laughs> when, you're, when you're like when you're 18 years old and you're going to deer camp you're just like this is going to fucking suck. Like, just like, you're just like, oh, God. Yeah, like, but like, I can't wait to do everything. I can't wait to do everything. But everything from like 9, 9 p.m. to like 4 a.m. is going to be like the worst time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, folks and the shenanigans and the pranks. It's like a fire. Oh, yeah. And then and you're like, Dad, can I go to bed? And he's just like, no, hey, we're just having a great time. We're we're drinking, and you're you're 13 years old, and you're like, well, I guess I'll I guess I'll suck down my six sun drop of the night. <laughs> we have so many sun drops, right? <laughs> Man, I remember being a kid, and you know, back in the day, I'm I'm a slight little bit older than you, Jesse, but very close. Uh, the the voicemail, the answering machine, and our home. Oh, yeah. The real. The, the I always knew deer season was coming up because my dad had this buddy named Kevin, who we worked with, <laughs> who would go up to deer camp. And a week or two before, he'd start calling oh, every God. day. Even messages even on messages. the answering machine. And it was just the loudest Beep. belches you could hear. It would be like six huge belches. <laughs> hang up. And it would do it every day. <laughs> like a countdown. <laughs> and I'd go in there and I'd play it. And it would be Kevin Belch. And I was like, deer camp's coming. Yeah. Holy crap. It's about that time, buddy. That time. <laughs> Yo. That's awesome. Well, but yeah, no, I, that, hey, all the deer camp stuff, all that torture that you have to go through, like, it's definitely worth it down the line. It makes you invest in something nice to stay in or at least <laughs> a little different. It makes yeah. me excited about the beer camp shirts that we got, to be quite oh, honest. I, 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 those are awesome. I, I do like uh, all the designs that you guys put out for sure. And, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Hey, that's, that's just cool stuff, you know, but that's like. That's like real freaking Wisconsin, though. Like 110%. You know, like I'm surprised that those haven't like just sold out 
out to Yahoo yet. I have not. Give another mom. We're not here yet or what? But I'm all about it, man. I'm wearing beer camp like I'm I'm loud and proud. Let but, me bring. Of course, those, I am. Let me bring a hundred of those shirts to Mike Super Value in Townsend before opening weekend. They'll, be <laughs> They'll gone. sell. Hey, we're going to be at that trade show, you know, so we'll see what happens. That, that'll be a real testament to see who who knows of us or who wants to. I don't freaking know. I've never done a trade show, but a lot of folks that have done them swear by them. And a hey, lot of you guys, hey, you guys, hey, you guys, you guys will be just fine. I swear to God. I, I think it's that that is definitely a spot where if you get a booth or something like just I have if you three are there, if you three are there, just kind of shooting the shit like. You guys will do just fine. I'm sure, uh, like, blue-collar people and everybody just going to love you to death, you know. It's just kind of a comical thing, and it's something that people live by, you know. Like, they see uh, OK as Hunter, and they kind of giggle, but they're like, that's the stone-cold truth right there, brother, you know, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you listen to last week's episode, Speaking of Wrestling? No. <laughs> no. We, had a, we had a former WWE superstar on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, I saw that on there. No. <laughs> Like, wow! How do we do this? <laughs> she was oh, great. So cool. Hey, you should have had me on. You should have had me on. We got the sunglasses on. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going really savage. So funny story. For seven straight years, before like three years ago, so everything, I was a different variation of Randy Savage every year for Halloween. And that was the coolest thing in the world. That's hey, if, if I ever hit rock bottom, if I ever hit rock bottom, I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to be Randy Savage on Las Vegas Boulevard. You need to hit I rock bottom. Be, I happen. will be a success. <laughs> I think you need to just, that's going to just happen regardless. <laughs> Dream big, buddy. Whether it's rock yeah, bottom, yeah, yeah, it's cool. you're making it happen, man. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> man, I, you know, I, really thought it, I really thought it out, so it's fine. <laughs> for, for a couple of years for Halloween, I went as dead people. So I went as like, uh, who's that Who's that dude that sold OxyClean? Oh, uh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, uh, the year he died, I went as Billy Mays. I got, I got Billy Mays here. <laughs> I put it. I shoved a bunch of powdered sugar in the OxyClean container, and I rubbed all my nose. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And then the year before that, I went to Steve Irwin, and then like my buddy dressed up as a giant stingray, and like he me a couple times. <laughs> you ever, you ever, hey, you ever seen the South Park uh, where uh, Steve Irwin shows up to like Hell's uh, oh, costume party, and he has a stingray through him? They're like, oh man, too soon, too soon, because it just no, happened. Like, no, it's really me. <laughs> Chase each other down the street, and then he's flapping his stingray wings. And I literally tripped. I like fucking ate shit, and he like didn't know that I wasn't faking it. And he jumped on top of me, started stabbing me with a fucking stinger. I was like, "No, dude, I'm fucking hurt." Dude, that's what really happened. That's what really happened. The the worst thing that happened. uh, Someone asked. So then we switched up the next, and I went as a stingray, and he went as Steve Irwin. So then I went to take a picture, and I flew my arms out. Right? Oh, I think I froze. I flew my arms out, and uh, ass fall down. There we go. I flew my arms out and I punched some chick in the face on accident. <laughs> so that her boyfriend starts kidney punching me and I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't see behind me. I was like, you guys, I'm getting punched. You're like Steve Irwin. And this chick, I, I, look, I look back to this girl's holding her face. I was like, oh shit. It was such an accident. But the guy thought I like jacked his chick. It was bad. Just bad news. The whole... unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, white tail. I'm on stingrays. Fucking stingrays. <laughs> 
Oh, that's 140 class right there. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, so I had to give up the Randy, I had to give up the Randy Savage lifestyle on Halloween. Oh, yeah. for, for, a, for, for the rut, you know. So I had to I had to make I had to make a sacrifice. Yeah. Oh my god. You know? Get out the Slim Jims, buddy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, the first year I was him, I I uh, had a bunch of Slim Jims. Thank God. So it was great, but a lot of no, it's fun stuff, you know. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know where how we got to this point. But I'm happy that we did. It, it is the OKS Hunter podcast, so uh, things will get derailed. Uh, shoot oh, deer. This is great. So yeah, I mean, what's your OKS moment? Um well shit. Um I think my OKS moment was just uh basically like sitting on my ass every opening and second weekend for 17 years and not, seeing, and, not, and, not, and, and not seeing a shooter buck during rifle season. Just never. They you know, never it's just kind of like, and then like you see, you see your buddy that goes out and he's like big city guy that hunts once a year on opening weekend and shoot, shoots a monster. And you're just like, the fuck, you know, and you just kind of shake your head and, but it's all fun. Like, after after you connect and you kind of like it's all about just the camaraderie of like hanging out with the family like i said and yeah. all those moments that you won't forget and like hey like like i said like last year was like of something that's never going to happen again most likely but it's uh i'm glad that it did and um got a rebel yeah, in it. like i i don't think i've really had a I would have to like go back way. Oh, oh, okay. It's moment. I shot. Uh, I got two two bucks here. Actually, I'll grab. So I shot this Jeez. guy. That's not an okay moment. What's happening? No, right no, now. no, no. But I shot him off an eight foot step ladder in the middle of a field. So not- that's pretty okay. That, that counts. Yeah, I guess I just count. That, oh, that, that, that how double many beams beam. do you need, Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He only has three beams, but uh, in a coat. Um, I hate odd numbers. I was in college. I was in college, <laughs> and I hunted uh, in Illinois, and uh, I hunted this uh, state park, um, and there was no trees to hang a tree stand in at all. Like we'll everything was this big around. So I got an eight foot, uh, eight foot. Uh, a-frame ladder and i just spray painted it and i put it up against the bush and i straddled <laughs> i straddled it those things I aren't good. That's a good idea. and uh why the hell not I shot two bucks and that one that's right here uh wow. right right there it that is, yeah. got shot off them too i don't know what i'm doing there we go <laughs> there it is yeah so both those deer came off of uh mcdonough county illinois off an eight foot a-frame ladder <laughs> ladder is your deer stand you might be an okay hunter that's more jeff Fox I, I, yeah so that actually that's kind of funny i i thought at the time i was like a super genius but uh well you might be apparently, I, apparently I was <laughs> i think you throw a pick on the, the mobile hunters page and see what yeah think of that. oh yeah hey i i am part of that i am part of that and some of the stuff is just like well today like guys like adjusting their bifocals they're like well today i put an extra uh camo uh duct tape wrap on uh on my sticks and oh, what do you think about this <laughs> i switched from metal washers to teflon to save 
point one <laughs> to save the earth. <laughs> uh, I'm the guy. Save point, what, 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 I had to save point two pounds on my uh, on my mobile setup. And they so. have a scale. They take a picture of the scale while <laughs> they're weighing it. it. <laughs> prove it. Oh my god! What's that movie? Uh, Meet the Millers. You guys, you guys do mobile hunting. <laughs> you guys. Oh, do- yeah. oh no. But hey, it it is funny though. Like, yeah, I, I it's one of those things where I see people post that stuff, and it's like they have like a nine hundred dollar mobile setup, and yeah. it's like, what the fuck, man? So you can carry five, so you can carry five less pounds, you know? Like, just and it, it's funny, and they have everything like set up all fucking neat, and it's just like, look at my spread. It's like, <laughs> well, you kind of, I'm not gonna. I yeah, honestly, I've saddle hunted before, and it is super like, it's prime. It's pretty cool, you know. Like just the angles you can have, uh, the angles you can have, um, just mobility, and uh, just be stable with you know, with a compound yeah. is uh, is on point compared to uh, uh, just a regular lock on stand. But um. Yeah, there's cool stuff that, and everybody has their own thing. And if you want to spend twelve hundred dollars on a mobile setup, that's cool. I don't give a shit. No, right. I'll shoot it off an A-frame ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you know what A-frame ladders get you? Tagline. I'll shoot. Yeah, 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 right there. Eight-frame well, ladders I found on the side of the interstate. That's <laughs> uh, off the back you know. of that truck, and that's my stand. You should yeah. take a picture. Hey, you, you see that? that? I created the Teflon on the safe frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I even had a shoulder sling for it too. It was pretty badass. Yeah, also, that is that's like hey, you should post uh, Global Hunters United and yeah, the yeah. too, so we can come out with kindness. Was that an aluminum ladder? So it wasn't lightweight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was aluminum. It was aluminum. Yep. Oh, so all right, old school, hundred percent. Yep. As one of those things, say, and I was so stable, you know, like it was. It it was Cell strips, so when the the cattails hit it, it doesn't make noise. No, I'm good. I like the noise. Oh. <laughs> you got to give him a chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is some this is some hunting douche content right here. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on you that A-frame, the, A-frame. A-frame. <laughs> the best hey, the best would have been if I was on that A-frame. I was on that A-frame and I have like a 180 inch set of antlers and I was just rattling the fuck out of them. That'd be <laughs> the coolest thing ever. But and you rake them up and down the rungs of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that hey, and that was a time when I was in college. I didn't play the wind or anything. I was just like, oh, hey, there's some deer sign. I'll set up right here. I don't care what happens. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's blowing. I don't know. (laughs) That used to be me up until two years ago. I I really didn't understand it. And the other day I was talking to my dad. I was like, dad, uh, the wind's, he's like, well, what's the wind doing? I was like, well... Uh, it's blowing from the west right. to east. It's blowing from my and right. then he's like, "So that's a western wind." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm telling you what it's doing. Why do you got to correct?" <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. So, a hey, one product that I do use religiously, no matter what, and it works every time is uh nose jammer. Oh, nose yeah, jammer, on the nose jammer. jammer I don't care what anybody says. I swear by it. And I use it every time I go in the woods. I use a nose jammer every time I go hunting with me. It smells like vanilla. What do you do? Oh, with yeah. I, I, I don't mind the smell. It smells better than my fucking bo. You know, yeah. so that's fine. If what that's what do? deer, if that's what deer's make, if, if that makes deer go, dude, well, nose jammer. If you're single, like you put that on in the bar, and the chicks <laughs> will come to you. Really? I'll try it. I see. Yeah. 
the does will come to you. <laughs> yeah, deer hunting. Just widow's weekend. Put some nose jammer and walk into the bar. In different area codes. <laughs> there you go. You use no jammer, nose jammer. You might not be in the woods opening weekend. Dude, you just replace axe axe deodorant with nose jammer on any of those commercials. <laughs> and that, that hey, oh, dude, they've already came up with every scent. Anyways, like they have one that's called like Elkhorn or some bullshit or Elk Master. They, there's a there's a hunting douche post about it. It's like. I'm in a dispute with, if anyone's wondering what's going on right now, I'm in a dispute with Old Spice because they claim they're the Elk Master. Yeah, yeah, it's called like Elk Master or something. I, I honestly, I really want to see what that smells like. That's probably like, <laughs> it, it, it smells like pure sport. He said, he said the other day, he's like, what's your, uh, hey, I'm going to go, I'm signing a scent contract deal. I'm going to make a new uh, scent product. What, what are you going to call it? And we commented, we're going to call it nothing because so good. Hey, you gonna- guys should make one just called the okayest scent like okay ascent shit and just put a big ass buck on it and i like i'll walk by and i'll be like i'll take some of that <laughs> <laughs> it's like is that what you get if you use this stuff well yeah that's 180 that's 180 inch deer on that deodorant stick what do you think I'm pretty sure it works 100 so. centimeter deer <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? It looks cool on the wrapper. Yeah, cool. Thanks for coming on the show this night, man. We appreciate it. This is a good hey, time. Hey, you guys are the shit. You guys are very, very cool. Um, but yeah, hey, anytime you guys want to chat, like I got tons and tons of stuff to talk about. So you'll be a repeat. Don't be afraid. You're passing. Hey, don't be afraid. Hey, we'll we'll definitely try to make this happen again uh, in the future. You know, this is fun stuff. This is fun stuff. And if you're passing through, man, you feel free to hit us up if it works out on a Tuesday and you're in the area. We. We would love to have you in studio too. It'd be a lot. Hey, where uh, where are you guys located? Oconomowoc. Okay, that's not too far. Like I'm from, like if I'm in the Kenosha area, uh, that's not. This is Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you guys are you guys are in like in fancy suburb area, man. Yes. You guys are high rollers, right. dude. <laughs> I'm in the fan- yeah. My wife on that. <laughs> Eric's but- got. Trek home tonight. To, I, to I'm West up Bend. in West Bend. Yeah. Hey, West Bend's nice too. I've been up there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Shit. Don't well, I'm gonna... killing my big bucks up there. T- tell us. Hey, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, hundred percent. And uh, much a uh, yeah. Like I said, much appreciated. You guys are are you're awesome. You guys have a great page, great following, and just keep on building that. You know, I think a lot of people. Uh, kind of recognize and kind of fall into that okay hunter kind of mold and i think they embrace it and i think it's awesome you know and i think a lot of people uh think the same way i do you right. guys, i think the world of you guys so uh just keep on doing what you're doing man you guys are great appreciate it thanks no. buddy and, and before we let no you go just tell people where they can find you uh and and include tailgate outdoors in that too oh yeah so uh hey i so i've been kind of away from uh my Instagram kind of launch page and it's called uh, tailgate outdoors. And uh, so it's tailgate under slash outdoors. And what I like to do on that page is um, I basically just search Instagram for uh, tailgate photos uh, because of uh, like people that shoot turkeys, uh, any kind of species. And uh, because everybody, I think everybody, um, that's harvested an animal has had like a tailgate moment with uh, their friends, family and had a couple of drinks around it. And it's uh, just kind of a cool page. And it's just, uh, I like to share those memories with people 
I've kind of been slacking ever since I moved to Texas. I've been trying to get everything done around here and uh, with my own page. But, um, yeah, Tailgate Outdoors is just a cool uh, cool way to express uh, your love for the outdoors, whether it's fishing or hunting. Um, and, uh, yeah, just exploring that kind of stuff. I like shed hunting and stuff like that. Like uh, anything that includes the tailgate, sitting down, having a couple beers, enjoying it with your friends and family. That's what I like to uh, help host and help get all that information out to the world and all those moments out to the world. Awesome. I'm just checking it out now. Just followed the page and tons of turkey turkey on there. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's like the last time I kind of was on it was uh, turkey hunting season. And like I said, I really search hard and uh, I ask people permission if I can post their stuff on my page and stuff. And a lot of times they love it and uh, follow the page. And uh, I'd like to keep on building it. You know, if it doesn't get any bigger, I'm not going to lose any uh, sleep over it. But uh, if it keeps on getting bigger, that's cool. I like I like like I said, I like uh, showing off people's happiness and showing off people's uh, experiences with their friends and family and tailgate moments for sure. You got the right mentality, man. That's why that's you're awesome. a good guest for tonight. Yeah, it's, it's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. It's good shit. Well, everybody that tuned in, thanks for uh, hanging out with live with us and commenting and all that stuff. No callers. So. You know, screw all you guys that can't call. I'm just kidding. <laughs> In all seriousness, we love seeing the comments, and we, yeah. we've got our we've got our core following, don't we? We know who our friends are. Yep, we so, sure do. No, everyone that shows up, we appreciate a whole bunch. We and, love we love it when new people show up, and and uh, you know, keep on uh, giving us the positivity and love that we're getting. It's good stuff. Well, I'm gonna end the live stream. Just hang out with us for a minute here. We'll chat, and uh, everybody have a good night. This will be in podcast land. I don't know, a couple hours or something. However long it takes me to do it. So. Never pass. See ya. Don't forget your release. Don't forget. <laughs> See ya. Good luck.